All right. Well, welcome back from your trip, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. For those of, well, I guess no one knows, Alex <laughs> and his wife went uh, out east. Yes. Went to Nova Scotia, got to visit with family, and uh, yeah, got to meet my, my niece who was born last year and I hadn't had a chance to see yet, so that was, uh, that was great. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be back in the hammer and now uh, ready for some Degrassi. Yes. I love this time of year. It's fall. It's back to school. It's giving me um, back to school, school supply, shopping vibes, getting all your pencils, your highlighters, your duo tangs. Yep. So that's what this episode is. It's back to school. It's the first day of school um, of junior high. Yeah. The first episode of Degrassi Junior High. Yes. And um, it's also the first week back to school for everybody in Ontario. So it's pretty yeah. thematic. Yeah, it was perfect timing. Amber, <laughs> Amber totally called it. She's like, you know what? We should do the back to school episode. So we already did the, the next generation back to school, which was technically like their first episode episode. Yes. The, the mother and daughter reunion two-parter was more of like a pilot so that both I like how both series started off with like oh first week of school and seemingly weirdly enough like immediately into class elections yeah they gave them no time to like ease into back to school yeah it was like oh it's the first day well you, you gotta get ready for the election yeah it's the election yeah all these kids you just met Cool. Pick one of them to represent your interests. Pick one and vote. Yeah. Kind of like the Canadian election that's happening. Yeah. Hey, it's happening in a month. Pick one and vote. We're having three debates, two of them in French. Yeah. You got to pick one. Yeah. (laughs) I I read, like, I saw something today that I thought was like an Onion or Beaverton article, but it wasn't. It was like in the online survey where it was like, who do you think won the debate? The the winning vote was none of the above. (laughs) So, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So would you say that the Degrassi elections are more organized than the Canadian election? Yes, but I also have to say, (laughs) if Degrassi was on right now, I know that Trudeau would have been on, like, two episodes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He would have been there. He would have been elbowing all of them. Yeah. He would have been greeting all of them, talking about his education, talking about the time that he was a teacher. Yep. And how much he respects teachers. It would be like if it was, you know, later next generation. Is it Miles? Who's the one who ran for school president with the rich dad? Like the newest Degrassi? Yeah. I have not seen a single episode okay. of okay. the newest Degrassi. I think it was Miles or one of those kids. The the rich kid with like the, the dad who runs for mayor or whatever. Like I could see Trudeau, you know, hobnobbing with him. Especially if they had killed off that kid's dad. And then Trudeau could be like, you know, I lost my dad. And, and like, you know, and like, it's hard living in somebody's shadow. And but, but like, and then Sophie could come and sing a song about bullying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But instead, we, uh, yeah, we, we talked to you guys about the, the first week of school for those kids in 2001. Which, weird to think about, my first week of grade 9, 2001 was you know september 11th happened on like my second or or whatever it was a tuesday right yeah it was tuesday so it was like the second day of school or the the 
second day of the second week of school, whatever it was. Uh, really weird. Um, everybody just watching watching it on TV all day in every classroom. And then after lunch, walking through the school, I might have told the story before. I don't remember, but they put over the announcements the John Lennon song "Imagine" like Stop. between classes That's because no. we didn't know what was going on. No, and like one girl in the school, her dad was on a business trip in New York, and like I can't remember if he's the one who somebody at the school had like a relative who died, okay. and it might have been that girl's dad. And she uh. was it. She was like she wasn't in my class, but like they put two classes together because they only had so many TVs. And she was in the class that I was with. And, and I'm that like, that poor girl had to listen to John Lennon's "Imagine." Yeah, really awkwardly played between oh. like uh, fourth and fifth period towards the end of the day. Uh, so instead, they don't focus on any of that. Uh, they just have their fun regular elections, and yeah. we get to see the inspiration for that episode. I think. With like you like you described the very first the pilot episode of Degrassi Junior High called "Kiss Me, Steph." I have been really excited for this episode. Yeah. Before we get into it, what are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking uh, pink gin and soda drinks with raspberry and bitter orange. It's Collective Arts, which is a local brewery in Hamilton, and now they do spirits as well. Yeah. And if anyone has ties to Collective Arts, um, <laughs> sponsor us. Yeah, hit us up. We'd we, love to do ads. We like your drinks. <laughs> we do. <clears throat> you guys do like a great cherry uh, cherry apple cider, I think, in the fall that uh, I'm a big fan of. So. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's so get we'll into do a, it. Maybe we'll do a cheers. Happy fall and um, happy first episode of Degrassi Junior High. I'll drink to that. So right now we see Stephanie K walking up in a very matronly looking outfit. Yeah. So I misspoke. I for when we were doing talking about Toby and Ashley. I was like, oh, yeah, no, they were inspired by the original, like, uh, step-siblings. But I forgot, these two are Stephanie Kay, who we are introduced to, and mm-hmm. Arthur Kozolowski. Yes. Are siblings. Yes. Their parents have gotten divorced. He stayed with dad. She moved in with mom. Mom yeah. either went back to her maiden name or something, and Stephanie is just going by K K A Y E. Yes. So I don't know if that's the K for Kozolowski and she's just going like by the letter by K. By Stephanie K. Yeah. Or if it's actually her mom's maiden name. They don't really they get don't, into they, it. No, they don't explain that. No. Um, but Arthur runs up to her and Stephanie is mortified. Yeah. She wants nothing to do with him. She was strutting up to the school like speed walking in her weird matronly <laughs> Big, uh, it's a very long, what do they call it? A peasant skirt or, yes, or a peasant's a, blouse? It's a very long skirt, and she has an untucked, also equally long blouse, yeah, with a little sweater kind of strewn over her shoulders. Which, like, it's not a bad look, no, but we'll get into, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's covering up something else, yes. So she is shocked that Arthur would deign to, to talk to her. No one knows that they're that she's his sister. She no. didn't tell anybody. No. So she yeah, she's just starting grade eight and he's transferring into the junior high and he's just at starting grade seven. 
It is K A Y E. Yeah. Yeah. If Mom could change your name, so can I. So, oh, yes, it is her mom's maiden name. She yeah. just she just clarified for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. It's the system. That's like, that's like something a gifted kid says. Like, so uh, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Like, it's it's like something I would have said to my brother. Like, why can't you drive me to school? Like, you know, I'm in grade third. I, like, I well, I was in grade twelve twice, but I'm like, I'm in grade twelve. I can't be driving around a niner. Like, it's the system. It's the system. You don't exist. Yeah. I can't be seen with you. It's don't hate the player. Hate the game. Yeah. It's just these the rules. Yeah. Poor Arthur. He's such a precious looking child. Yeah. He's such a, a broomhead. As, oh. uh, as gets established in this episode. Oh, they're singing the Degrassi school song, which never comes up again, really. Did your school have a school song? No, we had, like, fight songs. Like, for, for sports. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Like, Assumption, Crusaders. Doom, 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 I don't know what the words were, because I didn't go to football games. I, but <laughs> I don't think my school had that. I thought that was, like, an American thing. Like, we didn't have the school song. We just had, like cheer fight songs that we would sing at like football games um not that this is a major thing but if you watch Degrassi Junior High on YouTube they did slightly stretch it to to not be full screen to be widescreen and it doesn't look that bad if 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 you have the old DVDs you'd notice but like it's they did a pretty good job I think they did the thing where you can stretch just the outside of the image and it it, it, it looks good it doesn't look bad I personally don't like watching it on YouTube. As I told you, I had I paid extra for an Amazon account. Yeah. With all of the Degrassi, and then they took it off of Amazon. Yeah. So now I have to watch it on YouTube, which isn't bad, but it comes with ads, and it's yeah. annoying. Yeah. So but we, like we said before, we do love that it's every episode for free. Yeah, just with with ads. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're seeing everybody get back to school and high five each other. Um. Fun fact about this building. Yes. It was, um, they filmed it in an old high school in Oakville. Okay. The interior. Right, right, right. I'm not sure. I think the exterior was in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been Vincent Massey or something because, like, it was one of the schools, either junior high or high, was, like, the school my mom went to. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Vincent Massey School in in Etobicoke or or Mississauga or something. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it it doesn't surprise me because, like, I don't think it's the same school, but I know that, like, Mean Girls was filmed in a high school in Oakville. So, like, I think Oakville for a while had, like, just movies being filmed there. Well, I guess you would know. Uh, They kept it pretty (laughs) hush-hush about what's filmed there. The Santa Claus was filmed there. But um, that's right. The Denny's that they go eat at was actually a, a Swiss chalet, I believe. Yes, it was. Yeah. And a fun thing was trying to be an extra in the Santa Claus. Ooh. Everyone that I went to school with tried so hard to be an extra. So, yeah, we see everybody walking in. We see Stephanie K talking to Shane. This is before he's knocked up Spike. So he's still got confidence. They're all they're all talking about their summers and how great it was you see them talk to rick and rick i does did rick fail the grade too is he the one who's sort of like sean where he yes. failed the grade yeah yeah so he's he's been held back but he's the one whose dad beats him whereas in next generation it's uh 
What's his face? Craig. Craig. That's right. So Steph finds <clears throat> her best friend Vula in the bathroom. And best name. Best name in the show. Vula. Vula. Yes. Not um, voila. Vula. Vula. And they're catching up. So this has always kind of bugged me. Okay. They're supposed to be best friends. Yeah. As far as we know, Stephanie didn't really go away for the summer. No. Why didn't they hang out all summer? Why didn't they hang out and do things? I have two theories. Okay. One is that when moving with her mom, they moved off of Degrassi Street where most of these kids do live. Okay. So she might still be close enough to go to the school, but might be further away. And we also know that Vula's dad is super strict and right. might not be he might be like i don't want you taking the the subway or the streetcar or the bus yeah. over to that neighborhood to see your friend that so that makes sense i me. have a feeling it, it could be that or her parents are also so old-fashioned it could have been like i don't want you hanging out with the child of divorce like that wasn't yeah. as big a thing when i was a kid i remember hearing about that from like like, you'd hear of, like, a super old-fashioned parent where it's like, I don't want my kid hanging out with, like, a divorced person's kid. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, Vula's, as we will establish in the next episode, Vula's dad is very old-fashioned. Yes. Okay. Um. So, yeah, and Stephanie uh, is excited to see Vula, and uh, is this when she gifts her the... Did she just give her a bangle? She gave her a stack of, like, yes, bangles. Yeah. But, like, everyone has to remember, this is back before you had Claire's and Ardent and and the uh, the tchotchke stores at the mall. Like, if you had bangles, like, you got those at, at a store. Like, ma- yeah. maybe you got them at Byway, which, if, if, you're, if you're younger or not Canadian, Byway was sort of like the discount retailer we had in Canada for a while. It's yes. like, if your parents didn't have enough money to get you, like, Converse, they had, like, converse knockoffs at byway if if you you wanted to get a toy you could go to byway and get like last year's discontinued toys like i remember getting like captain planet toys from byway when i was a kid because captain planet was like on its way out so is that where you think stephanie got those bracelets for vula because i feel like stephanie would have gone to like a department store and got them for her i could see her going to eaton's yes yes which we're gonna drop all all the toronto names because Yeah, they're in Toronto. She could have gone to the Eaton Center so, and gone to Eaton's and gotten them there or possibly the Hudson's Bay com- Hudson Bay <laughs> Company. Yes. So while they're catching up, Stephanie takes off her little blouse. She starts undressing. And at first you're sort of like, what is happening? Because yes. you, don't, you don't realize she's wearing a, an entire outfit underneath. So this turns into a thing for Stephanie. She leaves the house in one outfit, yeah. goes to school, and is in a completely different outfit. She's dressed like uh, Peg Bundy from yes. Married with Children. She has an off-the-shoulder red and white striped t-shirt. That she is pulling down to expose her shoulders. so much cleavage for a, a 12 or 13-year-old. It's kind of insane. Yes. And she has paired that with a pair of high-waisted leggings. Yes. Um, and I think she added a belt. So she's accessorizing. And her hair was a little frizzy when she got to school. Yes. But she spent a lot of extra time in the bathroom teasing it out further. She had to. It's, it was 
very much the look. Oh, 100%. So Vula was kind of shocked to see Stephanie do this because this is a new thing for Stephanie. Which sort of, it's it's very much like Paige, new year, new you, new page. New year, new look, new, new year, page. New year, new look, new page. That's right. Yes, Sorry. her iconic line. That's right. So this is very in, much in fitting with that where Paige came back looking completely different. Yeah. Paige is in some ways the Stephanie K of next generation obviously they pick and choose certain aspects of certain kids and i'm not saying they had no originality but they did go into the show being like oh it's the next generation but we're gonna take inspiration from like the important stories that we need to almost do like a remake of so kids today understand yeah you get yeah some some page elements in stephanie k so new year new look new steph that's right yeah new year 1989 or 1988 Whenever this was. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's 87 or 88, I want to say. So we see Joey for the first time. Yeah, talking to Doris. Doris Bell. He is rocking his fedora, his iconic fedora. This is the, I think this is the fedora from the first episode because this is the brown. Yes. This is the brown fedora. And later on, he has more of like a gray or a a blackish. Like a little checkered kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the OG fedora. So we see Arthur. He's struggling to find his way because Stephanie would not help him. No. So he's on his own looking for his classes. He's got his pencil behind his ear. Oh, he's so cute. He's got his mop of curly hair. Joey introduces himself as an Esquire, which I always thought was the coolest thing. I remember when I was graduating college, I asked the professor, like, can you call me Alex Patterson Esquire? And he's like, no, because you're not a lawyer. And I'm like, oh, fine. (laughs) Well, fine then. Yeah. So now we're back in the oh bathroom with Stephanie and Vula. And she, she's pulled that sh- or rolled that shirt up. So she turned it into quite the crop top. Yeah. She's also applied some heavy blue eyeshadow and makeup, yeah. much to Vula's dismay. Yeah. Like Vula is rocking what Stephanie came in originally, like peasant's blouse, big, big skirt, uh, you know, big hair, but not giant frizzy out of this world hair big glasses but i gotta say vula's sort of like like a she's all that character vula's like oh let's put her in glasses to make her the nerd like she's actually cuter than stephanie k she's super cute and super sweet yeah like because steph's got she's got some busted ass teeth but i don't want to be rude obviously i like that they have these kids with you know looking like kids yeah they are actually the ages that they play. They're not... I didn't go to school with any kid who had, like, perfect teeth in grade 8. No. Like, everybody was starting to get braces or whatever, but nobody had, like, movie star money where it's like, oh, that one kid left and now has, like, perfect teeth. Yeah. But I gotta say, I, you know, hot take, I think Vula's actually cuter than Stephanie K. Wow, that is a hot take. Because Stephanie's supposed to be, like, the cute, popular girl of grade 8. But I would also, at the same time, argue that I think Terry's cuter than Paige. Okay. We'll get into that next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, They just made an announcement about the election. Yes. So Vula and Stephanie are now discussing this election and if they would run for president. So Vula just told her that she should run for president because she's popular. Yeah. And now Joey is escorting... Arthur, Arthur, yeah, to, to class, seemingly to his class, 
And Arthur, because he's a nerd, they have to establish he's got like a pen and a pencil on his shirt. But because he's not like a traditional old school nerd with a pocket where you can have a pocket protector, the pens are just like hanging in the, the it's not even a V-neck. It's just the front of the, the, the neck of his shirt. Uh, they trick Arthur by doing high fives with him and trick him into the broom closet yeah. and shove him in there. And that's where the nickname Broomhead comes from. Because they lock him in the broom closet. So they're all getting into their homeroom, I guess. Yeah. And everyone is doing a double take at Stephanie. Because, like we said, she is serving a new look. She's a grade 8 girl showing more skin than any girl I saw do in high school at the Catholic school where they were all wearing skirts. Like, Steph is showing a lot of skin for a a 12 or 13-year-old. So their teacher just walks in and it's Mr. Radich. Yes. I mean, they do do a good job of like having the kids talk to each other because Vula walks in and is like, hi, LD. How was your summer? And LD's like, cool. My dad let me work on like a 56 Chevy or something. Because like LD is LD, they establish later, but LD's mom is dead and has been raised by her dad and is very much a tomboy. She's very much. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's wearing a trucker hat, like an 80s style trucker hat. Yeah, so their homeroom is Mr. Radich uh, for language class. Yes. Yeah. So they all seem to be upset to have him as their teacher. I think Mr. Radich is a good teacher. Yeah, he's sort of like Mr. Feeney where it's like yeah. he, he kind of cares about the kids. He kind of knows what's going on. But he's, he's, he's not a, again, like not to get into how people look. Like he's got a very 80s like... A very 80s teacher look. Yeah. He's got. And he's the, not a bad looking guy. He's got the, the thick mustache and the yeah. tweed blazer. Yeah. Um, but again, like he's a no-nonsense teacher. He's not the cool teacher. No. But he's going to make sure those kids learn about English. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, the only cool teacher we see here molests a kid. So like... Mm. <laughs> Although I will say, Miss, Miss Avery is kind of cool. She's like the quirky teacher. Like the quirky English teacher. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you don't want to be that cool of a teacher that... Yeah is inappropriate with students yeah so now we meet yik who's also lost and looking for his class and he sees and hears noises from the broom closet so he opens the door okay so this door is supposed to be locked yeah arthur can't get out of it no how does yik open it yeah it doesn't make sense because the broom closet wouldn't lock from the inside it only locks from the outside it makes no sense it would have made more sense if they put something in front of the door yep but they didn't have time. They had to get to class. No. Yeah. Joey and the kid who he high fives, who we never see again. We never again. see again. We don't even know what his name is. Nope. Oh. They're they, so cute. They're so cute. And they become fast friends because yeah. they're both lost. Yeah. So they walk around and then we see inside Miss Avery's class, which is their homeroom. And they're peeking through the uh, the window and everybody's laughing. You can see Melanie in the front row. You can tell based on her hair. And then... Miss Avery opens the door, lets them in, and she's like, yeah, you found the right class. She's not mad that they're late. I think Radich would have given them an earful, but she's she's cool. She, you're right. She, she is kind of the hippie. Like She reminds me of the kindergarten teacher in Billy Madison. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and Mr. Radich is like, he's drawn up their entire their, agenda. The like most their, elaborate school schedule. Yeah, like a grid. Yes. Like, and like it looks good. Like it, it, it looks like this dude he's knows a what ruler. he's doing. He, yeah, yeah. And I get it. This is before they could just print their schedule online. 
Yeah. So they and had like, to print, write it out. Printing things cost like, you know, 25 cents a page. I mean, they make that joke in the Next, next generation. generation. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, handwritten signs mm-hmm. promoting somebody for president. But there's a lot of signs in this. Like, yes, they establish that it's it's not she's not running unopposed. We don't see, I think, until a little later, but she is running against Snake. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because he right. he does that thing where he's like, my name is Snake. Like, he plays the guitar when oh, they're doing their speeches yes, on the yes. school steps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Vula is basically the she's, Toby of this situation. She's her campaign manager. Yeah, but she's writing everything. Like, she's doing the posters. She's writing talking points for Steph. She's Which put- are more like, we we want more current events in the classroom. She's and, putting in the work. Yeah. Like, she's actually giving Steph good ideas of yeah. things to pitch. And Steph is more like, I want more dances. Like, she's very much got the uh, the JT platform. Like, I want more dances and, and you know. Better um, bathrooms. Yeah. Oh, and so Vula's... As- Oh, sorry. So as Vula is putting in the work and putting the signs up, Steph's in the bathroom teasing her hair. And was uh, making eyes at Joey and and uh, Wheels, who were uh, very openly flirting with her in the library. And she, she was into the attention. She definitely was smirking and smiling back. And So I think Joey and Snake and Wheels are supposed to be like the popular boys. Yeah. I think so. Joey and and Wheels for sure. Snake is sort of on the outside at this point because like he he comes up later in the boys versus girls episode where they recruit him to be on like their swim team or yeah. whatever because he's tall. Like he's he's a peripheral friend for Joey and Wheels at this okay. point. Whereas I think Joey and Wheels are super close and then they establish later like oh Snake's the 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 third the, the third, third wheel. wheel. Yeah. <laughs> So she is now giving her speech. Yeah, the the student rally on the front steps. And I wonder if they did this because, like, we never see an auditorium here. Like, maybe the school just didn't have an auditorium. No, um, they mentioned that they only film... It, so I think when they were filming this, the school was, like, on its way to be torn down. Right, right, right. Um, like, I don't think they were actually using it as a school at this time. Yeah, yeah. I think we only see one stairwell and two classes. Yeah. And just like the hallway with some lockers and stuff. Yeah. I think they really only use like a very small portion of this school. Yeah. You see Doris's office. I mean, I guess you see the gym when they have the school dance, but like, yeah, that could have been really anywhere. Like, I guess they use it for, I think there's like a talent show that they do. I think that's in high because that's like towards the end. Okay. Because that's when Claude, because he wanted to read his depressing poem but yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah so sorry they're they're doing their 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 rally on the front steps of the school everyone seems into it yeah they are buying what she is selling like she's she she's saying vula's words perfectly yes vula could have been anybody's campaign manager i think vula could have run vula should have ran i know that her dad would have been like oh don't get involved in politics vula yeah but i get it but like 
She's the one with the ideas. The one with the ideas. She wrote a beautiful speech. Yeah. Where she, where Stephanie says, "I'm not going to take this lightly. I think being student council means being an active member." Yep. And Vula, Vula nailed it. Yep. Because these kids, they want Stephanie K. Yeah. But this is right before we see the turn where, yeah. So Steph walks off, gives a big, you know, her and Vula embrace. Then Ooh. Snake walks out. So he is singing along to his electric guitar. Yep. His speech, basically. Yeah. And Joey comes over with his fedora on and has attached like a Stephanie K pin or whatever to the front of it. And he uh, says like, oh, Joey Jeremiah. (laughs) It's so creepy. It's very creepy. So he He, starts kissing her hand. He starts going full Gomez on her as if she was his Morticia. And he kisses all the way up her arm. All the way up to her neck. And then kissing on her neck and like kissing down the front of her chest. And then she started like joey and vula is like disgusted as we all should be because these are 12 year olds and he walked up like and just fully started kissing her without even asking for consent he just said like joey jeremiah esquire uh press man or whatever he says at your service yeah and then just starts kissing her yeah i mean i don't think stephanie was mad about it no stephanie is sort of a complicated character where she likes the attention from the boys but not that much. No. And it... <sighs> but I think that's very typical of someone that age who's starting to be interested in boys and yeah. wants that validation from boys, but and also doesn't know what to do with it. And she's trying to dress more provocatively mm-hmm. and, and you know, trying to look more sexy. It's weird to say that about a 12-year-old. It very, it, it's very weird. But, like, that's what she's going for. Yeah. And, and yeah, so Joey kisses all up her the the girls are sort of disgusted and then wheels pipes in and goes if i get a kiss from you i'll vote for you and then steph looks hesitant for a second and then says like sure as long as you promise and the best campaign platform yeah is rolled out yeah so then he comes over kisses her on the cheek she blushes he's all jazzed about it uh high fives the guys shane does the same oh and poor snake is in the background still jamming on his guitar yeah. with his little speech that no one is interested in because they're gonna give steph kisses for votes yep all of the boys come over and start doing this yeah and vula is appalled shocked and she's backing she's backing away slowly doesn't know how to handle this she is very appalled by this. Wheels goes in for a second kiss. This is back when Wheels was like the cute boy who was like unproblematic. Like, yeah. He still has two parents. Well, technically he's got four parents, but Yeah. And then uh yeah, Arthur and Yick are uh now running reconnaissance in the school. We see them with giant 80s walkie-talkies like if you watch uh Stranger Things. That's uh that's what they've got going on. Uh, and Arthur always, again, because they don't wear shirts with pockets, they've got the pens dangling from his neck again. Um, so now Joey is acting as like, you know, like a, the hype man. Like and a, Yick has like a schematic of the school. And says like Sector 2C, like Yick has full schematics of the school. 
So I guess like all of the guys are crowding around the bathroom shouting, we want to kiss. Yeah. So Vula's questioning Stephanie about this and Steph's saying it's just for the election. Yeah. But she is very, very disgusted with the way her friend came back to school because she came back a different person. So Vula says like, you're all the girls are mad at you like you're not gonna win and stephanie rightly says well if all the guys vote for me and the girls split their vote i win and i'm like that makes sense yeah she's not wrong she's just talking politics vula begrudgingly agrees and stephanie goes out to meet her adoring fans yep joey's Could- wearing a shirt that says 100 muscle and he has no muscle no yeah, and this is now her fun speech where she says, if elected, I promise rock on the PA, more dances, and everyone's clapping. Oh, and co-ed swimming in gym class. She can't promise those things. No, those but just are, like I told you when... Those, those are policies. When I ran, and I'm like, I promise we're going to get a, uh, a Slurpee machine for the, right. for the gym because we yep. don't have a cafeteria. Just empty promises. And so it pans over to the girls... We see Melanie and Caitlin, and they look disgusted. They are just so angry with Stephanie. Yeah, and the girl who's wearing pearls in the background, who's making a lot of faces in the episode, but, like, I don't recognize her. She's not a regular. No. (sighs) Joey says, I can't wait to see Steph in a bikini. And then Wheels disgustingly says, I can't wait to see her without a bikini and everyone's like yeah these gross boys i mean granted when i was that age i'm like sure i'd love to see a naked girl my age but like you don't say say it no No. steph steph looks very uncomfortable but i think she doesn't know what to do she wants to win she's willing to she wants those votes yeah she's willing to you know put herself on the line i think a small part of her also wants to prove hula wrong yeah I think she wants to prove to Vula that she can get in just based on these kisses that the guys are giving her. Yeah. So now all the boys are saying, oh, take it off, Steph. Take it all off. Ugh. And Joey says, vote for Steph. And you, who knows? Maybe she will take it all off. And all the girls are disgusted and mention something about being a feminist. So... There's a lot of students in the hallway chanting lewd, gross things. Yeah. Where are the teachers? I don't know. Why you think Radich it... would be all over this. Right? Why isn't Radich or even Miss Avery? Because apparently the school only has two teachers. Yep. But or, or even Doris, the secretary. Yeah, the sassy secretary. Or the principal who we never see. Never see the principal, hear his voice, but never see him. Yeah. None of them are putting a stop to this. Nope. I think it must be like a Friday afternoon and they all decked out. Well, this is like the the bottom floor of the school. We see right. Arthur go down the stairs. So right. in my school, it was like the Well, I guess the office was on the bottom floor. But in their school, like main floor is upstairs. So it looks yeah, more you have like to, you have to walk up the stairs to yeah. get to the main floor. Yeah. It's like a split entry or whatever. Like. It's, back, it's, it's weird layout. Yeah. yeah. Like a little bungalow or something. Yeah. So I think the teacher's offices are upstairs. So they aren't really aware of what's going on down here. They also probably don't really care at this point. <laughs> and now Steph says like, 
I want to thank somebody who's been there for me from the beginning and has helped me with everything. And you see Vula get like this big smile on her face. Like, because I'm Vula, getting the recognition. Vula did so much. She did any everything. Re- without any recognition. No. And she's so even... excited that Steph's going to thank her. And Steph thanks Joey. I don't even think Steph thanked her from the get-go. No. And I mean, to be fair, at the beginning, it seemed more like Vula... Was wanted to run yes. and it was more her idea and Steph and then she's like no Steph you should do it because you're popular mm-hmm. so I think Vula did not go into it without wanting to do it herself right but yeah I think she does definitely get jealous that Stephanie is popular and seems to get all the the people behind her but then is yeah disgusted that this is how she's courting the boy vote I think I think this is a weird time for girls Oh, yeah. Because it's girls want that, like, and I'm not speaking for everyone, but I feel like at this point, girls want that little bit of attention from the opposite sex or even the same sex. But at the same time, I think Vula had a friend and Mm -hmm. her friend came back a different person. Yep. And Vula feels like she doesn't know this person anymore. Yeah. And also, it seems like Vula also does a lot for a lot of people yeah and it's kind of yes and is a little bit of a pushover yeah and gets taken advantage of as we'll see throughout this series like she seems like the kind of kid where it's like let's do the group project and then it's like oh vula she'll do it all your penmanship is so much better you should write down all the ideas oh vula like you're better at gluing stuff onto a bristol board you should do that vula like you are so much better public speaking you just say it all yeah poor vula yeah so she is super upset, rightfully so. And Steph notices that Vula storms off. But again, is just standing there with her adoring fans or her constituents, I guess. And Vula walks past Arthur and sort of gives him like a knowing, like, ugh, like a, Your like a shake of her head. Yeah. And then we see Tim casting a vote. Oh, Tim had a badge on that said, vote Tim. Uh, we, we never see him run, though. We don't see his speech or anything. No. Heather and Erica are actually wearing Vote Snake pins, mm. which I just noticed this time around. I think most of the girls had a little thing for Snake. I mean, he had the tall thing going for him, which worked. And I he's never so thought he was sweet and nice. Yeah. I never thought he was, like, you know, the handsome kid, but he's, he's okay. But really, who was? Wheels was cute and then just became he, not sad, cute. Yeah. yeah. Shane was kind of cute. Yeah. But also kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They're all casting their votes. Yeah. This and is, I, like, official. They have a ballot box and everything. And, like, Doris is overseeing them. Like, she's watching them vote to make sure there's no shenanigans. Yeah. And she's, like, doing a manual vote count by hand. Wow. Yeah. So you can tell based on the shape of all the buttons or whatever, because it's just... Uh, uh, construction paper circles. So, do they have a button press at school then? Like, where where did they find all these buttons? That's the thing. I think they're just construction paper with a, a safety pin on the back. Like, I don't oh, think they're actually things on the front. Okay. And we see Vula cast her votes sort okay. of semi-angrily. Um, we cast to Mr. Radage, and he is giving a lecture about the democratic system. Yep. Which obviously ties in nicely with this election. Yeah. They're jumping right into it. Yeah. Although it's weird because 
he is in the language class, but then the principal comes in over the, the PA. This is really exciting. I love the vent over their PA system, like the, the blue <laughs> the with the yellow bolt. lightning bolt. Oh, Stephanie K wins. Yeah, and you see Alexa actually behind her, like, outraged before we know who Alexa is. I, I feel like a lot of the girls are upset with this. Oh, they're outraged. They're very upset. She is so happy with herself right now. Yeah, and Vula's just throwing her some side eye. Vula's so sad. She lost her friend. Yep. All right, it looks like the class is already over, even though it basically just began. And now Steph's chasing down Vula. Oh, and we get to meet Susie, who is the Liberty of Degrassi Junior High. Oh, I love that. Where she comes up and she's like, I'm the treasurer, and I have all these great ideas, and I'm in grade seven, and we're going to be working together so closely. And Who wants to be a treasurer? Somebody who's skimming off the top. But beyond <laughs> that, like... I guess if I guess if you have parents who are bankers and you want to prove to them like I'm responsible, I'm the treasurer at school. Like Yeah, but it just seems like such a boring position. Yeah. Like yeah, you're on student council, but like it's like the most like boring position to be. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we get to I, this I, is where we meet Susie who is a great yeah, as I said, is a grade 7. Yes. And she is the liberty of junior high. <laughs> I never made that comparison before, but I'm glad you did. Well, because I think her only other major story is she's the second girl that gets uh, felt up by the one teacher. Yeah. Because the first girl is uh, Lucy. Yes, you're right. And then he comes back and tries to feel up Susie. And then Lucy's like, we have to say something to somebody and Susie's like, I don't know if I can. And then she's like, what if he was doing it to your little sister? And then that's when they both go to Doris to yeah. tell on Mr. Colby, I want to say his name is. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. But Susie is filling in Stephanie on all of the things that Stephanie has to do now as president. Yeah. Like go and, to PTA meetings and prepare speeches. And Stephanie seems bewildered by yeah. all of the tasks. She is in way over her head. Yep. She did not know that this was coming. She can't even rely on Vula. Yep. Does an eye roll. We see the efficiency. Everybody's starting to take down the posters immediately. It's a very organized school. Yeah. Yeah. So Steph goes to see Doris in the office. And Doris tells Steph, you need to make a speech at the PTA meeting. And Steph is like shocked. She can't even rely on Vula to write the speech for her. No. I mean, that's where she's headed. I think she's headed to go be like, Vula, write my speech for me. Um, so she, you know, leaves the office. They really love showing kids high five. I think that was like a thing in the 80s. Yeah. And we see Joey with that other kid who we mentioned earlier that we're high fiving who we never see again. And now they are actually carrying Arthur and he, they're trying to throw him into a locker. He doesn't seem to be fighting back at all, though. No. But, I mean, when you're in grade 7 and a grade eight's picking on you, like, you, you know. Yeah, but, like, Arthur easily could take Joey. Oh, yeah. Joey's a wimp. Come on. Stephanie's confronting them about this. Yeah. And, and Joey's like, who cares? He's just some he's, broomhead. He's just a broomhead, which I fully want to bring back as an insult. Yep. 
I love the idea of calling somebody a broomhead. Broomhead and narbo. Narbo! Are like the two insults from Degrassi Junior High. They also say bobo a lot. Oh, okay. Which like I'm also into and fully endorse bringing back. For sure. So Stephanie makes them take him out. Yeah, she's sort of like, hey, what are you doing with this kid? Like, leave him alone. And they're like, who cares? And she says his name. She goes, leave Arthur alone. And Joey says, you know this gurp? <laughs> that is incredible. Okay, so like Arthur could easily get out right now. Yeah, first these of all. boys are distracted and Arthur's and just listening to Steph. He's just standing in the locker. Yeah. And, and they're big lockers too. Like Arthur's not a tiny kid. No. I'm not saying he's huge, but like he's that's a that's a well sized locker. Yes. Also, I think he's just waiting for Steph to tell them that That's my brother, don't be yes, a jerk. Yes. He wants some recognition. Yeah. Oh, he gets out. Oh, and he does sneak away. Joey is wearing a lot of Stephanie K buttons. Yeah, especially considering the election is over. I think he's picked up the pins that other people have thrown on the floor (laughs) and put them on. Probably. Because he's wearing more than he was last time we saw him. Yes. And she's already won. And then she tells Joey and this boy that she needs to go find uh, Vula. So she finally finds her. And is like... Oh, Vula, I'm so excited to see you. And Vula's like, whatever. She just storms away. Yeah. Uh, Vula is finally standing up for herself. Yeah, she's like, you used me. I helped make your posters. I wrote your speech. And you didn't even thank me. Justice for Vula. Yeah. I'm glad she's standing up for herself. Yeah. So she's saying, you didn't even thank me. And Stephanie smiles at her and says, oh, that. Well, you know. And Vula's like, I don't know. And Steph's like, we're in grade eight. Like, boys like that kind of stuff. And Vula says, so do girls, so do best friends. That is a good line. That is, like, this is a good episode. No wonder Vula is so good at writing speeches. Yeah. She is impassioned. She is good at coming up with retorts in the moment Mm -hmm. when she's upset. Got justice for Vula. I want more Vula. I want Vula to stand up for herself. I want Vula to do all of the things I'm sad that, like, she sort of disappears. Same. Because she was a... I mean, granted, they do sort of just take some of her qualities and put them with the other kids where it's like, oh, who gets the strict foreign parent now? Oh, that'll be Alexander. I feel like they could have done a lot more with Vula. I feel like Vula could have had, like, a, some sort of arc where she rebels against her parents and yeah, maybe even gets a boyfriend or something. Yeah. Because, I mean... The, the the kids, the grade eights stay. Like, when we go to the next year, yeah. like, Joey and everybody's still there. I think they sort of, like, I don't know what really happens. I think Steph gets sent off to boarding school, they say. But yes. they never say what happens with Vula. No, we don't know what happens She with just Vula. disappears. Yep. And Vula basically says, like, I don't want to be your friend. Here's your bangles back because you're just a baby, a selfish baby. She chucks them on the floor and starts to walk away. Yep. This is like high drama. So dramatic, but I feel like everybody wanted to do this. Oh, for sure. Like everybody wants that dramatic speech with their friend. And Stephanie is so sad. She picks up her bracelets and walks away. And then she has to put on her clothes before she goes back home. Yeah, she has to dress into her muumu and well her big flowy flowery. I mean like I I get it. I get like not if your parents don't let you dress a certain way, I I get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
but this just seems exhausting. Yeah. And then she puts a, a hairband in and brushes her hair to be less frizzy, but still frizzed. It's, and it's... has little cotton swab makeup <laughs> remover balls in her, prepared her for... giant b- bag. She is very prepared for all of this. I, I feel like this is pretty poignant. It's, she's taking a hard look at herself, I think. She's talking to herself in the mirror saying, like, I can do this, but I wish I had somebody to help me. And she realizes, like, oh, like I, I done fucked up. I can't do this because I don't have Vula. No. And now we see her walking out of school and Arthur, who in this episode has done nothing but like creep around, but like in a concerned brother way. Mm-hmm. He's hiding behind a tree. He's like, oh, it's okay. Like n- nobody saw me. And he thanks her for saving him from Joey, even though she really didn't do much. It's so weird that Joey is such a bully in this episode. I mean, he kind of. He kind of is a bully. Yeah, but... he kind of is a bully. I mean, he would like the biggest bully we see him is in School's Out. Yes. Where he's, like, so mean to Snake, who's, like, his best friend. But oh, yeah. it's funny because, like, I forgot that, like, Snake was the last edition. Like, I forgot yeah. that him and Wheels were the best of friends. Because when it's like, oh, why does Joey visit Wheels in jail? Why does uh, Joey get Wheels to come when Snake gets cancer in Next Generation? Like, yeah. it's because Joey and Wheels are friends. Snake is friends with the group. But Joey is friends with Wheels. And I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Because there's not a lot of storyline between Wheels and Snake. No. Themselves. No. It's Wheels and Joey and Snake and Joey. Yeah. Joey is the, the glue that holds them together. Yeah. Which I totally... Fr- but like I love that like this is the first episode that they established it in. And like they could have just retconned it and been like, oh, no, Snake was always their friend. Yeah. But they purposely are like, no, no, like Snake Snake becomes their friend. Yeah, he kind of like eases his way into that group. And then Arthur has told Steph that like, if Vool's not going to help you, I can help you write a speech. And Steph's like, it's okay. Like, I don't need your help. And then Arthur's walking away and then she goes, Arthur, wait up. I do need you. So Arthur's going to help her write a speech because he's good at writing them. I, he, yeah. I think he says something like, I won the speech contest or I came in in the speech contest. Oh, like, that is so He just Arthur. wants to help his sister. He does. I think he just really wants his sister to accept him. Yeah. I mean, this was a pretty good first this episode. A very good episode. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Because like, like, like we mentioned, Degrassi started as like after school special style specials where there was like, one in 1980 or 79 or whatever, two or three in the early 80s, uh, two or three more in the, the later 80s. And then they did, yeah, they did Kids of Degrassi Street. And then they took some of those kids, had them re-audition and put them in this show. So yeah. like they had done shows before, but like this, this is like a true first episode. It's not like a rough around the edges pilot where a bunch of things get changed. Like, the next episode picks up, like, right after yeah, this. Yeah, Like, we get the dance that Stephanie promised. Yes, which we will be doing next week. We're going to do a double episode for you guys next week because we're going to talk about the Degrassi Next Generation school dance episode. The one that Ashley promised. Yes, back-to-back with the school dance episode that Stephanie promised. Yes. So we can closer compare back to back we'll compare and contrast yes and we will be drinking what they drink in those episodes yes so stay tuned for some sherry and baileys (laughs) yep thankfully (laughs) we're not mixing those but yeah 
yeah, luckily, uh, whew. I mean, it could have been worse. They could have been drink. Well, actually, I like Sambuca. A lot of people hate Sambuca. I don't, I don't mind Sambuca. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of black licorice. Yeah, it's got that like anise, anise, yeah, anise yeah. flavor. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, we're looking forward to talking to you guys about the dance. We're going to tell our stories of going to the school dances. Oof. Mine are just basically like, oh, you're a boy and you're touching girls for the first time. Like, how to effectively hide your erection because <laughs> you don't know what to do. <laughs> How awkward. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for some supreme awkwardness all around. Yeah. But thanks for joining us this time, guys. And uh, until next time. Bye.